Every day you wake up to something new Whether that be a challenge or a new opportunity And let me tell you, that's a great thing Now you gon' have some battles You'll get your wins and you'll have your losses But no matter the outcome, there's always light at the end of the tunnel Alright, let's go Grinding every day cause I gotta get it Waking from my dream cause I'm trying to live it Make my own lane, don't care if I fit in If I want something I do it, no I'm never quitting now Honor my path, reaching my goals no matter how Bring on the wrath, promise ain't nothing gon' knock me down Tell me can you feel the vibe yet? This the encouraged mindset to Encourage Mindset. I'm your host, Ethan Vandehei. And today we have our second guest on the whole podcast, which I'm really excited about. This is Carter Morissette. And he's going to be talking a little bit about his motivation, his mindset. And Carter, welcome. Good to have you. And what are you currently up to? Tell me a little bit about yourself. Awesome. Nice seeing you again, Ethan. Uh, I'm Carter Morset. I'm a finance major, junior at the University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire, just like Ethan. Well, not the finance side of it, but I'm the president of the finance club, so FMA, uh, the VP of E3, and actually the president of the men's lacrosse team. Um, I'm really focused on you know financial management, um, investing. I love trading, uh, but that's one thing that I'm going for right now. I'm actually pursuing this thing uh, to become a funded futures trader. So I paid a certain amount of money to go through a combine, and uh, I'm proving myself to a company for them to fund me and actually, you know, cover all the costs of my trading without me taking any risk on. So that's something I'm super, super passionate about. I love wealth management. Um, you know, my goal is to be a financial advisor, maybe just a full-time trader, but uh, that's something that I always, always talk about, and that's one thing that I'm going to be talking about today. Absolutely, and. With all those big goals and what you want to accomplish in life, that is where mindset and motivation comes into play. And I think a big thing that is really critical is being a morning person. And so the first question I have for you, Carter, is how can I become a morning person? Because I personally view it as a key to success. So, I mean, for me, like there's a little there's kind of two stories of it. Why I consider myself a morning person. One, as a stock trader, the market opens in the morning and there's a lot of opportunities to make money. So, you know, even though I like to sleep in on some days, uh, you know, for me, if I'm not waking up in the morning, whether that be, you know, 730, 8 o'clock or right before market open, that means I'm missing out on some money. And, you know, no one likes missing out on money. But really, honestly, um, you know, kind of what became me for becoming a morning person is that I realized I got like some of my best work done every day in the morning, you know. For me, um, you know, besides, you know, kind of outside of school and stuff, you know, with lacrosse, um, you know, I play guitar. I'm a photographer as well, too. You know, me getting my schoolwork done, me getting my homework, me getting, you know, work done for the clubs I'm a part of and stuff. I can take the time at night to relax and focus on myself, like, you know, whether that be reading, playing guitar. And just, you know, I've, I've allowed myself to have a lot more time for my friends and kind of just actually even calling my grandma or calling my family and stuff like that. Realizing that getting my most important stuff done in the morning has honestly kind of made my life a little bit more stress-free. Exactly. And I would agree. I think a lot of people agree with that mindset that they seem to be able to get up in the morning and feel like they can accomplish some things and have their nighttime to themselves and therefore enjoy their nights and their weekends. And then it kind of falls into how do I sustain motivation when you suffer a setback toward those goals? 
Yeah, so, I mean, honestly, a lot. Um, I'm going to be relating back to trading a lot because you're going to have winning days and losing days. And, you know, it's kind of cliche to say, but, you know, you got to keep the end goal in sight. You know, for me, the reason I started trading, the reason I started investing was knowing that, you know, whether that be 5, 10, 20 years down the road, that I'll be better off, you know, for my family, for myself, and, you know, hopefully for my kids than I am right now. Um, you know, for my setbacks and stuff like the same, like just keep it in like the end goal in mind. You know, you can take these small losses. You know, if you can take a half step back, but make sure that you're taking a full step or two steps forward every single day after that and realizing, you know, if a setback happened for me trading, going back and reviewing what happened and, you know, writing a note down and kind of like, you know, practicing what you're preaching. You know, if for me, if I'm not sticking to my strategy, if I'm not sticking to what I know, you know, I'm doing something wrong and I kind of got to check myself on that. So a lot of it, too, is, uh, you know, looking at yourself in the mirror and, you know, realizing that, hey, you're the one that's doing this. You're the one in control. Um, you decided to set out on this journey. You decided to set out on this goal. And if you want to be able to obtain it, and, you know, for me, um, you know, trade investing, like I really want to, you know, be able to kind of live the lifestyle I want. I'm not really saying I want to go out and, you know, go do what everything I want, but I want to be able to, you know, travel the world and stuff and live comfortably and, you know, know to send my kids to college and know that they don't have to worry about any debt. You know, those little things that, you know, might be, you know, 10, 20 years from now, it's something that I want to focus on right now because, you know, I was really blessed for my parents and the fact that that's what motivates me is to, you know, make sure I'm able to give, you know, people around me and my kids, you know, in the future, you know, the same possibilities and the same opportunities that I have. Exactly. And I think back to what you said a little bit ago is getting that 1% or that 2% better every day from those setbacks will make you a better person overall. And I agree with that. And I think, when you talked about blessings and how you were blessed with your family, I think a lot of people are starting to realize that now is, hey, I've been blessed by my family, so I want to bless my future family. So that's some great points there that I really appreciate. And I think a lot of people really need to hear sometimes because they need to understand the value and importance in family. And this kind of falls into our next question here is value and importance. So. Yeah. What book or podcast do you really value and recommend helping someone find their motivation or improve their mindset? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so again, I'm always going to talk about some finance stuff. And a book that I read, you know, I've always been recommended this book. Um, I actually really didn't start getting into reading probably probably since almost over during quarantine because I had all this extra time in my hand. The only time I really read was when I was forced to read in high school or in college. And honestly, like I never really read for enjoyment besides when I was like, you know, learning how to read when I was young you know, Magic's Treehouse books or whatever those books were, you know, those are the only kind of reading I had. But one of my favorite readings that I've had recently is called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And so what it's actually about, it's about, you know, someone kind of reflecting back on their life. Um, I think this guy's, you know, probably 30 or 40 when he's writing this book. But the whole story is that he has two dads. Um, they're not like, you know, related. It's just one is his actual dad and one is his friend's dad. There's a rich dad and a poor dad. The poor dad is his dad, but his dad isn't actually poor. He's poor on financial literacy. His dad is a you know super educated man, went to college, um, is a professor, he works in a union. They live out in Hawaii anyways, but um, you know, each year he gets a pay raise and you know, he spends more and more money. And he's kind of always wondering, you know, he's not like broke or anything, but he's like, Man, I wish I could do this, I wish I could do that, only if I had more money. And then, you know, the next when he gets another pay raise, or whenever he goes back to school to get more, you know, more degrees and stuff or a higher pay raise, you know, he catches himself or his son notices that he's spending more and more money and not actually, you know, investing in it. So kind of like what the, you know, the rich dad comes around. Um, and the rich dad is admittedly not super educated. He says, like, I'm not the most educated person. And when I walk into the room, I know I'm not the smartest man in the room. But the one thing that I value is that the fact is that 
whenever I make money, I pay myself first. I'm buying assets that are going to pay me. And what he's really saying is like, he's either buying stocks, he's buying real estate, he's buying businesses. And you know, those businesses, those assets are going to hopefully in the long run end up paying him back. And it's going to continue and keep on growing. And if you keep on dumping the money at a young age into these things, they're going to grow and grow and grow. And they're going to keep on paying for you. Um, and that's one thing too, you know, he says it, the author says it, this poor dad didn't realize that, you know, your money is your best employees. You can make your money work however you want, whenever you want, and they're your best employees. And so take advantage of that. So, I mean, again, for me being so financially focused, it's like, you know, kind of just putting it into the mindset, like, Hey, I really need to take this seriously now at this age. Um, I'm not saying that everybody has to, I mean, I was just like, I mean, a little bit, again, kind of backstory of me with this whole book was that. A lot of people are like, Carter, I can see why you're into finance. Like, you know, maybe because of your parents. My mom's a biology major, a food scientist, and my dad's a computer coder. I just kind of realized that my parents had great saving habits. They had a financial advisor that allows me to, you know, take opportunities, go to college debt-free. And I'm realizing like, hey, I need to take advantage of this too. And, you know, yeah, I'm studying in this and I want to make sure that I can, you know, teach people how to do this as well too, because it gives you an advantage in life and it makes life a lot stress-free. So that's one reason why I really like that book. It's a really easy read, in my opinion. It's not super well written, which is like, you know, it's not like super, you know, serious or super hardcore, but it's kind of about just more about the psychology of like how you should handle money and, you know, realizing that you need to start buying assets now or as assets as young as you can so you can, you know, have it pay for you for the rest of your life. Exactly. And I think a lot of people should start saving their money. And this isn't a question that we were going to talk about today, but. What do you think are some ways for younger kids or college students to start saving their money? Yeah, exactly. I mean, kind of besides like on the investment side, but you know, for me, like I donate my plasma and stuff like that, little things like that, where you can find different ways to, you know, make money. Um, you know, I've always been into photography, you know, whether it be making 50 bucks or hundred bucks or doing your, you know, seeing your photo suit, um, you know, for me, photos are never really about, you know, building a business. It was a hobby. But I'm able to leverage that hobby to make some money on the side. And, you know, that money might go into my investment account. That money might go for me buying groceries. And then also, too, you know, if you're going to, you know, going out to eat all the time, um, if you're wondering why you're short on money, you know, week after week or month after month, you know, I personally don't have a budget. But I recommend, you know, anybody who's having these struggles or is kind of, you know, wondering why, where their money's going, make a budget, you know, track it out. You know, maybe take that list of that budget that you had and your list of your expenses and try to reduce them at half, you know, your needs versus wants. Recognize what your needs are. Recognize what your wants are. Yeah, maybe don't get that $10 burrito or whatever, you know, just make it at home or something like that. Something like, you know, little things like that at this age, like, you know, we take it for granted right now, but it's going to pay off in the long run. And something too, you know, my parents still use them. I use gas coupons. I use coupons everywhere I go. You know, I even bought a Groupon the other day for axe throwing because it was 20% off. You know, I'm not saving a whole lot of money. I'm saving a couple bucks, but hey, it's saving money right there. And like, you know, recognizing that you can do fun things and save money at the same time is like, honestly, a win-win for me. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. So our next question that we kind of wanted to talk about is what is your best advice on keeping focused on the important when the distractions are in our lives that are constant? Yeah, I mean, this kind of goes back to kind of staying motivated as well, too. Um, again, um, you know, kind of keeping the end goal in sight. But something with me right now is like, uh, even though like I enjoy being busy, this is the busiest I've ever been in my life. Um, you know, I'm, you know, some days on Tuesdays and stuff, I have classes till two or three. I have my finance club and I have the cross practice from like 10 to 1145 at night. 
But for me, I realize and I recognize is like, I signed up for this and this is stuff that I like to do. And for me to get up in the morning and continue to do it and keep that strong mindset that, you know, I have an end goal in sight. I have something that, you know, I've been working for. There's a reason why I started this and there's a reason why I'm going to finish this or continue to do this and grow and grow. So again, kind of keeping that end goal in sight. And, you know, for me, a lot of the times, you know, something that keeps me really, really focused and motivated is other people. Um, you know, when I'm giving my wealth management talks, uh, you know, I've been doing it for the past few years. You know, a lot of it is kind of talking about the importance of investing young ways to invest with a small amount of money, you know, what a budget is, you know, kind of teaching people stuff in my opinion that hasn't really been taught in high school or is really emphasized by, you know, families or in high school and stuff like there's an opportunity for everybody, but you know, literally two, two or three days ago, I had one of the, like one of my first like wealth management talks I did for a club I was part of like last year, PSE person came up to me and thanked me and he was like i you know if it wasn't for you i wouldn't be someone to invest and i wouldn't be someone to trading like you know now i feel like i can actually you know have like a great life right now because of the fact that you know i'm saving some money right now and granted he had some he did really well and he made a lot of money you know trading and investing but for me it's like wow like some of my teachings actually something not really teachings but something that i'm really passionate about something that i focus on something that i want other people to focus on and you know get better at you know, they're practicing it and they're actually seeing results and it's actually impacting them positively in life. I'm never forcing anybody to go invest their money. I just want people to recognize there's an importance of doing it. There's an importance of, you know, setting away current spending money because it's going to be worth long, like worth more in your life later on. Definitely. And I think that's what's really important about mindset and motivation is the ability to understand, hey, like I need to understand this to better myself and better my future. And I think that's really what investing comes down to is do you better yourself and your future and if so this is a way and you kind of talked about it you need to either set a budget plan or look at your expenses and be like hey how can i remove some of those maybe i should be going to chipotle a lot less than what i currently am or hey like maybe i should reach out to a buddy not just on investing but reach out to a friend he hear what he wants to say about motivation and mindset or uh, just the ability to go to the gym or lessen that expenses. Hey, let's stop going out to eat less. Let's figure out a way where we can make something at home together. So we're not going out to Chipotle every other weekend. So those are some great points. Carter, anything else you kind of want to add today? Yeah, no, I mean, kind of just a couple more things on like motivation. I mean, also too, like I kind of go more so just like on what encourages me to stay motivated too, is that, you know, both my parents had met in that they both were in the military. They had to pay, they went to the military to pay for school. They met in the military and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm that next step where I don't have to do that just because, you know, they said they did their time. You know, I've always loved the military. When I was a young kid, I've always wanted to, you know, be in the army and stuff because my parents in it, but they always tell me like, we did this, so you don't have to do it. You know, that's something that I think about every single day. You know, if I'm like either kind of down on myself or if I'm really, really busy and stuff like, at least I'm not doing this. At least I'm not having to pay for this. At least, you know, I didn't, you know, my parents have made my life better. And, you know, I really thank them for that. And, you know, the people around me too, who are, you know, encourage me to continue to invest. I even have, you know, this year, I'm really, really happy. Um, you know, one of my favorite teachers at the school, um, he's my finance professor. And I became really, really tight with him. And, you know, it's kind of listen to how he speaks about, you know, his career. Um, Ethan and I go to Eau Claire. It's not one of the biggest schools in the, you know, in the country. It's not really one of the most recognizable, but, a lot of the alumni that have come out of here have been great, great, you know, employees, great business owners, just successful people. And, you know, when I have friends who go to the U of M or something like that, they're like, oh, I got this job. I'm like, I got to think, you know, 
there's other people that I know that have been successful. We can do it. We, there are people that are doing it. I'm trying to do that and continue that legacy for as a blue gold for school and as just someone from my family as well, too. So, you know, kind of recognizing that I have these opportunities and that I've been given these opportunities and, you know, I'm taking advantage of as much as I can. Exactly. And I think that's what anybody who doesn't go to a big school or just in general should understand is, hey, like you do matter. You do want to leave your mark or your and as we say for Eau Claire, but how are you going to do that? And that is what it comes down to mindset, and motivation and trying to find your passions. And it seems like you have found your passions. And I really appreciate having you on, Carter. This uh, seemed like a great episode for people that either take some finance stuff for or just understand, hey, like uh, Carter found his passions and motivation. How can I find mine that makes me happy and want to talk about it a lot? So I really appreciate having Mm -hmm. you on today, Carter. And that is all for Encourage Mindset today. So thank you very much. Stop thinking and start doing. Grinding every day until your dreams coming true. Yeah, grinding every day until your dreams coming true. Yeah, grinding every day until your dreams coming true. Wanna make it happen? Well, it all starts with you. Start with flipping the mentality, making visions reality. Screw all the practicality, wasn't meant for normality. Time to unlike a beast, so bring out all of your savagery. All in every day, how it has to be.